Welcome to Talking Mopars, episode number 79, and another installment of Direct Connections Live. This is the third one we've done. We had a great time. We went for over four hours, and while that is awesome, I'm having problems downloading the whole thing to share with you guys here on the podcast, so I might only be able to share a couple hours. So we're going to break this up into at least two different parts. So this is the first part. It was a great time. We had some of the usual suspects and even some new guests that we haven't had on before. It was really fun, and we talked a lot of Mopars. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars, Direct Connections, live. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. All right, we are live. Um, my phone was going off, so let me just check and see what's going on here. Uh, yeah, Matt, Matt sent a message. He's not going to make it. Okay, yeah, I see that. Um, the show must go on. Matt, our thoughts are with you, buddy. Um, Blake, I believe, is going to be showing up. Blake from DIY Hemi. And we're going to talk Mopars. That's That's the game as usual. Johnny, I know that you are very busy lately. What, what have you been up to? Oh man, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah, I've been super busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, the duct tape drags are going on and I'm yeah. making a big push to make sure I get there. And uh, I'm trying to get my dad's 68 charger together for that, or I should say apart right now. I'm in the take apart phase of the car. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm enjoying that. So I got the interior ripped out of the car. Um, floors don't look too bad. There's some scaling going to go in there and, you know, wire wheel it, seal it and put some sort of, uh, a liner on there. Uh, I think, I think Chris was just, Chris, uh, field was telling me that, uh, what was it called? Raptor, Raptor lining. It's kind of like yeah. bed liner lining. That stuff seals pretty good. So nice. I put some of that on there. Um, and then I've got to rip the suspension out, rip the brakes off, put disc brakes on the front put new suspension parts on it my friend uh robert sullivan's got a 440 in his duster he's been talking about selling to me so the price is good sorry there's like a bug flying around here driving me crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i still missed him so <laughs> you might see more claps uh so anyway i think uh financially that's the cheapest route to go get a pretty badass 440 it's already running you know it i i don't have the super big budget i'd love to build a stroker motor for the car but uh it's not in the cards so i think we're gonna go with his motor if timing works out well if not i have another motor which is probably not quite as badass as robert's motor that i'll probably end up throwing into uh into the charger it's my plan b anyways so yeah, I got to hustle. Got to hustle. Yeah. What's the deadline for that? When do you want it done? Well, I mean, the drop dead date is October. What is it? October 2nd and 3rd, I think, is the duct tape drags. And so uh, I've got to have everything done by then. I've already bought tickets for it. We're going to end up, uh, my family and I, are. we're going to go out a week early and kind of vacation in the area and uh, rent a house or like what we were talking about doing for, um, for Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. So I could park the car in the garage and lock it up, you know, feel like it's safe and then do the tourist thing. And then when the weekend rolls around, hit the track with the car. So that's, that's the plan. Uh, but I need to get it. I really need to get it together way before that so that I can shake it out, you know, get all the bugs worked out of it, make sure everything is kosher on the car. So I don't really have a drop dead date. I'm just sort of like hammered down, do everything as fast as humanly possible. And, you know, the earlier, the better. Awesome. So, awesome. You're going to show Yeah, Blake. Blake. Blake is in the house. What's up, buddy? Yeah. W- welcome. In the shop. I love it. Nice. In the shop, man. With a Hemi in the background. And that yeah, that's branding that. right there, folks. That's branding right there. <laughs> oh. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. I love it. Nice. Yeah, Johnny's going to show up nice. to Arizona, and he's going to 
open the house and I'm going to be sitting there on the couch like, hey, Johnny, what's up, buddy? I'm here. <laughs> uh, no, man, I'm try. I really want to go, but I, I have not bought tickets yet because I cannot commit 100 percent. But I, I'm saving up some sick time at work. Hopefully no one from work is watching this, but I'm trying to right get because it's I think if I can get out Friday morning and be there, hopefully in the early afternoon, I won't miss any action <laughs> and then nice. take off late saturday night or something but uh it's one of those events where i'm like god that would be fun too but we've got so much fun stuff going on this year you know we do so, it's jam-packed um, man yes so if you're just joining us johnny mopar youtube star and the infamous <laughs> previous owner of general mayhem of roadkill fame and right. our friend blake from diy hemi blake welcome buddy um i actually really quick before i forget because my friend dustin the guy who sold me my boogie van has been asking me about modern Hemis and he was doing some research. I, of course, I'm not going to answer any questions. I was like, Hey, just go look at all Blake's videos and I'm sure you'll find the answer there. And he looked through the videos and he still was a little unsure. So Blake, I'll ask you right now. He was mm -hmm. asking me what year range of gen three Hemi is the easiest to swap and likely the most budget friendly. Um, I mean, really, they're all easy. Um, yeah. The, because, I mean, the architecture, the basic architecture is identical from 2003 to even today, I mean, 2021. Um, you know, to put the to put the engine in your, your older vehicle, it's going to take the same engine mount brackets. It's going to take the same uh, transmission mount adapters if you're going to run, you know, old school transmission. Uh, the only difference really is the wiring, more or less. So, um, you know, budget friendly, obviously the older ones, uh, from the say mid two thousands, they're probably sure. the cheapest, you know, if you're talking about budget ease, the, the same difficulty level, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just, uh, whatever your budget allows. So yeah. if you want to just do a, a super budget, get you like a, you know, older one, 2005, six, eight, something like that. And, um, just go to town with it. The wiring is, um, this is a little different. I wouldn't say simpler. A lot of the new stuff I think is really simple too. Um, you have to do different things for the newer ones, like, uh, you know, skim delete. If it's a 2015 or newer ECU, you have to have it sent off to have the physical unlock uh, service done on the ECM. But other than that, it's near identical and everything else. Yeah. So whatever you can get your hands on cheap. Nice. You know? nice. nice. Right on. Our friend Bud is in the house. What's up, Bud? What's up, man? Bud? Can you hear us, buddy? Oh, no, a lot nice. happening. Nice. Can you hear me? Yes, we, yeah. we got you, buddy. Awesome. Um, good, good, good. The chat is starting to liven up. Very nice. What's up, Curtis? What's up, Chris? Kyle, what's up? Adam, what's up, buddy? Welcome. Um, we're just going to be talking some Mopars tonight. So, Bud, it looks like you got the lights on this time. I think last time you were on, it was <laughs> it like you're in the closet or something. Well, I was telling Chris earlier, I had to use a Kindle last time because our laptop wouldn't work. But oh, I gotta, okay. Gotta, well, my wife, she just ran away. She helped me get it going again this time. I'm not very computer literate. <laughs> so. Welcome to the club. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't even know how I made it this far. I don't even know what I'm doing. So we're here. We're here, though. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, so what's going on, Blake? We, we just talked to Johnny about what he's going on. What do you got going on right now, buddy? Man, I am pedal to the metal. It's so much <laughs> going on. So I'm physically underneath... Uh, cover project for Mopar collector's guide. Oh, um, so this has been hot and heavy. Uh, a few little things here, there, we had some hiccups with, uh, some conversion parts. Um, so that project's not going as fast as I wanted it to. Um, we had some issues with the, the Mylodon, uh, swap pan setup. They're hand fabricated. So, you know, human error, right? So some yeah. things were not, the pan itself was great. We had some issues with the windage tray and uh, clearance on the pickup tube. So we called him, Tom at Mylodon, um, super friendly. He just said, hey, yeah, that's, you know, no problem. That happens sometimes. We hear about it. Um, just send it back and, you know, we'll get you all squared away. So that was uh, this week. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, our latest... Uh, shipment of quick harnesses just came in i'm looking at them on the floor right now so our wiring nice. harnesses doing good um, we're also building out an office here in the shop um, 
to really accelerate uh, the business. So uh, Mike is here full time pretty much. And he's, re- I mean, it's just awesome having him around. He's pushing things to the next level. Um, sleeping in there too? <laughs> no, not quite. Not yet. You put a camper on that pickup truck. He's got a place to live. I know. Right? <laughs> and I feel so bad for that because, uh, when this project came about, um, we had, um, uh, you know, we, we got the engine and everything in the, uh, low buck Hemi truck. It's all sitting in there nice and pretty, but, uh, we, we, you know, this is a, a big opportunity for us to be on the cover of a, a national publication. So yeah, yeah, we uh, we jumped on that. Uh, we also have a crazy good build. Uh, our friends at Popeyes Rod Shop are doing out uh, not far from here in uh, Karen Crow, Louisiana. So that is a full integration of the Hellcat system in a '69 Charger Pro Touring Charger, um, but it's retaining all the. Um, 2015 Hellcat instrument cluster, the uh, infotainment, like the Uconnect system, all that stuff. It is a T56 car that so came out of a Challenger. Uh, so it's, I say TR6060, the manual six-speed. So um, we're doing custom wiring on that job. That's pretty much wrapped up. I have a few little things to do there. Um, really, we're just trying to push it to the next level, I guess, you guys, you know, um, the website, Mike's been phenomenal on the website. So we've activated a couple things like uh, consumer reviews. We've uh, gotten our AdSense accounts up there where it needs to be. So when you Google some parts, uh, typical swap parts that we manufacture, they should come up in the you know the first thing you look at on Google. So just really and trying to grow the business and Hemi Swap the world, right? Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Mike Mike needs to show up to one of these one Ooh. time. I if oh, if I like- if yeah, tell him he's uh, he's welcome. Well, he's on vacation time. right now. Oh, where where's he at? Where's he's he at? He's in Houston. He's, oh, in cool. Houston. he's on vacation. Cool. Well deserved, man. He's been working yeah. his tail off. So yeah. props to him, man. I, all the video editing and stuff. Uh, he he's really good. Um, I couldn't be anywhere where we are right now without Mike. If I hadn't seen him on camera, I would have guessed that maybe, Blake, you were schizophrenic and Mike was your alter. But, <laughs> but I guess that's not the case. We've seen the proof. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, and I'm, I'm trying to get him more and more camera time because, yeah. I don't know, He's I think he has such a great dynamic, a great de- demeanor. Like, he yeah. really is. He's, he's fun. Like, we get in here. The time flies. We get a lot of stuff done. Most of the time. Sometimes we just yeah. cut up. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know if you caught our last YouTube video or uh, pulling the six one out, this guy for the cover project. Um, and <laughs> halfway through one of our, um, it's kind of like our time-lapse videos. Like you'll see us pause for a few seconds and just watch YouTube videos. <laughs> so we're like, Oh man, check this out on YouTube. This is awesome. Um, but it's just a real, it's fun, you know, and he All pushes right. me to do better. And I think, collectively it's just been a, it's, it's been awesome so very cool bud what's up man what have you been up to what's lately? up what's up oh just typical uh muscle car stuff in iowa as best as it can be for the weather we have <laughs> uh, luckily we're getting into warm stuff so it's being in the 70s this week and that's nice oh wow that's but, awesome. uh so we're uh starting to work on the 71 charger again my son's car Nice. Um, got most of the interior out. Got to pull the dash. Um, got to pull the windshield. I got to do a little work above the, uh, where the roof meets the windshield, essentially, uh, that channel is kind of rotten in spots and also below on the cowl. So we're kind of getting geared up for that. We want to paint under the hood this year. We have the, uh, we have sourced a 360 and a 727 for it. Nice. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, start kind of get that stuff rolling. And then just trying to get YouTube things going. I have only a, I think only two Mopar videos on there. So I don't want to talk about other brand stuff since it's a muscle car page, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I got a few things going on there and just trying to get some stuff rolling out there as, as car shows start. So yeah, hopefully hey, I can get some more content sure. and Hey, check sure. out a uh, Vic's garage. He does. He's working on a 71 charger also. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's a cool guy. One of my buddies in the YouTube circle. I've got like a few buddies. Gosh, I don't even know how many. It's probably like six or seven. We're all kind of in the same level of, you know, the small YouTube channels doing Mopar stuff. 
one of the guys does a lot of everything, not just Mopar. But uh, yeah, anyway, check out Vix Garage, 71 Charger. Um, and then Mopar Nut 62, he's another guy. He's got like, I think he's got 71s and 72s and 3s and 4s. He occasionally works on and he does a bunch of stuff. So, but anyway. Right how much yeah. do they pay you to drop those names on this show, John? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> hey, I do have I do have a bone to pick with you. I see that okay. you're wearing a Hoosier Garage shirt. I love yeah. that channel, and I'm pissed because you wore a van shirt on the show before me. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. that. I love that channel. I actually reached out to Adam, and yeah. I uh, asked him to come on the show sometime because I'm really digging the content because there's not too much van restoration stuff out there. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the guys. He's one of the guys on the in the YouTube group. Uh, nice guys so yeah cool. i i've told those guys i told them hey yeah. jump on here and yeah. you know they're more hello. than welcome they're more than All welcome right. even though i'm exiled from that youtube group i guess you have to have a certain <laughs> number of videos to be on there <laughs> you need to up uh, your game Chris. yeah man no um, i mean you got you guys could join too if you want i mean we're on uh it's telegram i mean we okay. basically just it's kind of become more of just like a buddy group, kind of, kind yeah. of like us just BSing and stuff. But occasionally we'll throw something on there for, you know, like asking each other for ideas or what they yeah. think about something, try to try to up our game a little bit on the YouTube channel, YouTube front. So, but yeah, now that you're jumping into the YouTube and I extend the invitation to you too, Blake and Bud, if, if you're uh, wanting to jump in there too, could invite you guys in. Um, just, cool. just, just say the word. Yeah, I'm all about I'm all about uh, learning stuff <laughs> that yeah. I don't know. You know? Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. especially well, from people that are like in the in the stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, proof is in the pudding. You know? Well, and and these guys, I mean, these guys, the the guy that's probably the highest in the group there has the the most subs is. Uh, Mo, just Mopar Joe, he's probably ahead of the rest mm -hmm. of us. But for the most part, we're all kind of you know small. So I wouldn't say like we're great experts to lean on, but uh, you know we're all doing the same thing. So it's always kind of nice to you know bounce ideas off of each other when you're all trying to do the same thing. Um, you know, get some pointers, or you know, if somebody's running the same problem you're running into, how did they deal with it or whatnot? You know, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that I think there's going to be a lot of growth uh, within a group like that because it's like, you know, everybody brainstorming and, you know, sharing ideas and stuff. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I, you, the YouTube thing, it, it's I feel like it's going to be a really tough nut to crack for me uh, just because I'm, I'm so used to obviously this medium and podcasting that uh, I mean, the first video I put up there, I really wasn't planning to put it on YouTube, but I was like, oh, I made it. I, I'm going to try. And yeah. then I realized that it was formatted wrong. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I'm like, fail immediately. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, There's well, no failure, man. Just get up there. That's the biggest. No, yeah. Thing. yeah that, that, that's totally it. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I mean, I, it's still pretty small. I think, I think when we, when I first went on talking Mopars, which has kind of given me the big push to try to do the, the channel, you know, in the first <laughs> place, otherwise I had videos on there. I'm just throwing random stuff on there, you know, stuff yeah. I'm doing or whatever. But, uh, I, because of your show I, and you, because you're really, really professional and pushing hard to make this a big thing, you know, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's rubbed off on me. It's like, well, you know, why not try to do this, make something of the YouTube channel. So awesome. It's, I think I had about 70 subscribers and I, when I started, you know, about the time I went on talking Mopars or so, and now I'm at about 370, which is still a small nice. footprint, but you, you know, know <laughs> that's growing pretty quick, you know, it's growing. Yeah. 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 So awesome. It's one of those things where, you know, it feels like it's, it's really small and if you feel like you haven't broken out yet and you're, tr you're trying a bunch of different things in the videos you're making and stuff, and it's kind of hard to understand, like, why is it not taking off? It should be taking off better than this, you know, because sure. you look at other channels out there and you're like, man, you know, I don't think, I don't think my channels or my videos are any worse than that guy's. And that guy's got like 70,000 followers or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, geez. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, th I think it's one of those things you just you put in the work and you're going to have this, you know, big uh, 
I guess, a, a large amount of videos ready to go. And so when something finally clicks, you know, you, you, you get something that goes somewhat viral and then people kind of notice you and then dig into all your other videos, then I think that's when it's going to be explosive. So mm. I'm, I'm not speaking from experience, but <laughs> that's kind of how I see it going. It only takes one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I, I keep hearing in the YouTube circles, because I believe me, I've been doing some digging. And one of my favorite influencers, I know Blake and I have talked about this guy before, Gary V. He talks a lot about oh, yeah. people putting out content and that a lot of it is self-centered and selfish content instead yeah. of trying to help people. And the more you try to help people, it seems like the more people... Um, they resonate with it resonates with them that kind of content and most people i mean youtube is what the second or yeah the second biggest search engine in the world so i mean i i know i search it just as much as youtube you know because i like to listen to stuff and google doesn't give me those videos right away i have to go into the video thing whereas youtube i just plug something in and boom there it is yeah so yeah absolutely yeah i think you know and starting off i mean you you throw some videos out. I mean, all the old videos, it's like, I'm just recording stuff and throwing it on there. And it's once I started taking it seriously, I mean, there are so many layers to this cake because oh, yeah. you, you know, you throw something out there and you, you realize you learn, you know, if you're watching other guys, influencers or whatever on how to make YouTube channels and stuff, and you'll pick up things and it's like, Oh yeah, really? I screwed that one up. Let me, let me up my game. And you just, you, I mean, this thing can stack to the moon, I think with all the things you should be doing and to make the, the video better. But, um, you know, I just try to do one little thing, try to learn as I, as I go. And if I pick something up, it's like, man, I could, maybe that's something I should try and I'll throw it in the video and try to do something new, you know, but I, by no means am I really good at it yet. You know, I know I still got a long ways to go. I don't know, man. I really like your videos and I'm not, I'm not just, you know, telling oh, you that i, I, like I enjoy the content oh, yeah i do i enjoyed i enjoyed the 68 charger video you just yeah. put out the air night. oh absolutely. thank you thank over, you over because it's very it was very to the point and mm, direct yeah. and you, you explained what you needed to explain and threw a couple things in there i liked it yeah yeah, yeah. I like, dude, i'm super fan of the taco scene like uh <laughs> <laughs> like i was i was i was laughing and my wife looks at me and she's like what's i'm like this is funny this is it's <laughs> yeah so I, I like that you know you got um really that good is. information there but you know it's entertaining too so i think that's pretty cool yeah that one was kind of fun i, I just uh one of my youtube buddies he's not in the i've invited him to the group but uh he's just hasn't jumped in yet but duddy's adventure he does a bunch of uh mm -hmm. four by four stuff i mean he's got this killer he calls it the the death charger which is this <laughs> ram charger with a cummings diesel in it you know and he's got the, the yoke suspension on the thing you know it's a rock crawler and whatnot but i happened to be watching one of his videos and i don't know how it clicked but he just he kept like hitting his fingers with a hammer or he knocked himself in the knee at one time and i was just i was just like man this is this is painful so yeah it was kind of fun making the the little spoof video or fun of him a little bit i enjoyed a, that yeah he got a so, kick out of it too so <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, we've got, um, let's see what we got going on in the chat. Uh, David Dreyer. What's up, guys? Uh, what's up, David? Uh, I talked to you earlier and you wanted to get on the show. I'm trying to send you a link, but every time I try to mess with my computer screen over here, my uh, stream freezes. So I'm trying to do things one step at a time so that I don't lose you guys. Um, but we got, uh, he's in, he's out of Texas. Uh, Kirk is tuning in from Cedro Woolley. I know that area really well. I used to deliver beer out there. Uh, Derek from Minnesota. What's up, buddy? Another Dodge truck guy. Um, Jeremiah. Good evening from Tulalip. I know Tulalip. I gamble there sometimes. <laughs> it's an Indian reservation with an awesome casino. <laughs> David says Blake is sporting the Bucky's look. Bucky's or Buckeyes? What, what's Buck? Oh, oh, the shirt. Oh, Bucky's. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm Bucky'd out today. If you don't know yeah. about Bucky's, oh man, it's I know it's, about it. My parents were just there the other day. It's a sight, man. <laughs> it's a sight. Are you gonna tell me? I don't. I have no clue. You don't? Oh no. man! So you tell them, boys. Yeah, you go there and you uh, buy gas and you leave with a grill, a uh, fishing pole, <laughs> everything, right? Oh, yeah. 
it's like Walmart meets a convenience store, like a gas station. <laughs> it's crazy shit I've ever seen on the road. I was like, what nuts. is that? Awesome. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I lived in Texas for a while when I uh, got out of school. And uh, I lived in this little town called Lake Jackson, Texas. And that's actually where uh, this, you know, this chain was founded. And the headquarters is still there. So um, my wife and I were dating kind of recently engaged at the time. And she lived back in Louisiana. I lived in Texas. So um, like every other weekend, either I would come back here or she would go over there to Texas. And when she'd come to Texas, we would go to the Bucky's and get, you know, something to eat or whatnot. It's just, it was just interesting. You know, it's like romantic place, right? (laughs) Well, Well, it's just like, it's something we don't have in Louisiana. And it's like the, it was so close to where I live, my apartment. So we'd hop in there and get a cup of coffee or something. Um, and actually, that's the only one I think of all of them that actually has its coffee shop, like a Bucky's coffee shop. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, so I I like it because it kind of is a throwback to when my wife and I were dating, and it was just you know cool little place we go that was different. And um, but no, they're massive. Like so, all over Texas, I think they're into they have one not far in the, from Gulf Shores, Alabama. Uh, oh, there's wow. one in central alabama i want to say like uh north of birmingham right by the um what's it the uh barber motorsports museum like right down the street from barber motorsports museum and uh racetrack there they're huge i mean i think some of them have like 300 gas pumps or something like that like holy shit (laughs) the biggest thing you've ever seen maybe um i've never seen one before I, i guess they're not in california uh, no, you know about them. Trust me. <laughs> oh, they're insane. Yeah. So it's like you know, people are like I don't understand what the you know the obsession is with Bucky's, and I mean, I'm not you know like not obsessed. I have friends that are obsessed. Trust me. He's wearing uh, a shirt. Keep that in mind, folks. Yeah. Anyways, and go ahead. Hat. Continue. And like, a hat. Yeah. It's just cool. It's cool. Like it's one of those like things. Kind of like um, you got to experience it once. You know. So. Yeah. Right on. Maybe uh, maybe I'll get a flight down to Texas just so I can go to Bucky's and check it out. Well, there's, <laughs> yeah. one, there's one like four miles from the Texas Motor Speedway, so on 35W. <laughs> they even have a hotel inside. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, I haven't ventured too much out of California other than maybe Arizona and Nevada, uh, which is all we're it's like all desert. We're just desert. Um <laughs> But a long time ago, a friend got married in uh, New Mexico, and I remember we went there, and there was a Whataburger right next to the hotel <laughs> we were staying at. It was like, that was the first time I've ever been to a Whataburger. It's like, what the hell? What the hell is oh, this yeah. place? A Whataburger? And then you go to the menu, and it's like, Whataburger, Water fries. What? <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's, that's big in Texas, man. Super big in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the like, first time. That was the first time cool. at Whataburger where I ever saw five by five. Um, uh, I, I went to Whataburger, and it was when I was over the road truck driving, and uh, my trainer was telling me all about this place, and I was like, I kind of heard of it, but I didn't know what it was all about. And it's actually not like when I saw it, it wasn't what I expected. I was expecting like a place with like spotlights and like some some big grand, <laughs> and I'm like, Whataburger, that's it. So I go in there, right, and I'm trying to see the menu. And there's a bunch of people in there. It was actually pretty busy for as late as it was. And there's a guy standing in front of me and he was a five by five, which means he was five feet tall and five feet wide. I was like, <laughs> this is the biggest man I've ever seen. He was huge. And I'm not insulting the guy. I was just, it, was, it was just yeah. remarkable. I was like, I didn't know that they made people like that. <laughs> it, was, it was super super cool guy because i was like he knows what to order you know what i mean i was like hey man uh I'm, I'm from wash uh, yeah i was like i'm from washington i don't even and he's like he got all excited he's like washington i was like yeah so i forgot what i ordered but whatever it was it was pretty damn good i'll say that yeah so you won't care the only other crazy burger place i haven't tried yet is white castle i keep hearing about that too i've heard i don't yeah, know yeah. I've had that. really uh, I guess they're small cheeseburgers. I know that at the grocery yeah, stores here, they have them in the s- frozen yeah. food section. So it's yeah. like really small That's exactly cheeseburgers. exactly what they are. They're just little sliders. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, kind of like what, Crystal? Same, same premise as Crystal Burger? Hmm. I haven't even heard of that. Never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm like Southeast type thing. Um, hmm. Georgia, Alabama. Uh, they're steam cooked, which is really interesting. Whoa. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Uh, 
But yeah, so Whataburger is kind of like Johnny, uh, what you guys hold near and dear to you with the In and Out Burger. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, California King right there. Is yeah. <laughs> I Texas. mean, well, Five Guys is pretty good too. I think Five Guys is all across the nation. But yeah, oh, yeah. In, and, yeah. in and Out was like the shit for the longest time. I mean, we when we had. And in fact, it used to be just Southern California. So we had, uh, where I work, we had another plant up in Northern California. Whenever those guys would fly down, it was like, oh, we got to go to In-N-Out. Got to go to In-N-Out because they didn't have any up there. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But I think they're starting to spread a little bit. I think they're in Nevada and Arizona and in Northern California. But there's There's a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. We don't have them up here. We don't have them up here yet. We don't have an aisle either. Don't don't kill me, <laughs> Johnny. Went to, went to an In and Out outside of LAX when I was in town for a friend of mine's wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was okay. it was good. I mean, but I <laughs> my friend that had moved to Cali and you know, it was living down in Riverside, uh He's like, oh, you got to do in and out. Have to do in and out. Have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like you, Chris. I'm like, man, I'm going to pull up. Like, they're going like, <laughs> to sparkle on me with glitter and spotlights. And, like, it's going to be like Ed McMahon popping out the bushes to give me a burger, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, man, it's good. It's okay. Yeah. I My wife loves it. I It's okay to me. I, but I remember the first time I went. I uh, I worked at Roundtable Pizza and our boss took us there and he was just like, he loved that place. He even like when we went up to the county, he's like, watch this, you know, and he'd lean up to him. <laughs> oh, and he's like, man. There's a secret menu. You, 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 that's not anywhere you can see. You, you got to know. You just got to know the secret menu. Right. And he's like, give me an animal style, you know, and they have the same thing. They it's have the same thing I did, and they just smothered it in Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch oh, of crap man. on there. <laughs> they got like the caught guns and just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a jerk. If I'm a jerk, if I, I would just pretend like I was from California, if I saw some tourists in an outline, I'd be like, "Hey, go up there and ask them for a dirty Harry." <laughs> there's probably a burger named that who knows <laughs> watch it's the best burger they have and nobody's yeah. ever had it <laughs> that's funny okay we got a tech question I, I don't we always last time it was mopeds and this time it's burgers i don't know what happens uh, yeah it's crazy no, way Talk. off the rails <laughs> okay. curtis what's up buddy he asks uh building a 72 340 heard yes and no on this do i need to install hardened valve seats or will i be good with factory chrysler um i imagine he's thinking about the leaded fuel um mm-hmm. i uh i've heard yes and no i i don't think that my 360 has hardened valve seats does it a 78 when did the fuel change i don't even know that i th- i want to say it's Still like around. 73 or 74 okay. and newer oh, you got you got hardened seats okay so uh, so in curtis's case with the 72 I'm not 100% sure. That's like right on the cusp. So those may not be hardened seats. Um, let's see, building a 72340. Well, if you're nice. building it, I would say. 3340 right there. Yeah, there you go. Buy the heads off that one. <laughs> no. um, if you're going to build heads, I would just go with aluminum heads, you know, unless you want it to look factory. <laughs> Because yeah. uh, they're so much cheaper than if you took like iron heads in and you had worked onto them, you're probably going to spend eight hundred to a thousand bucks. And I think I think you can get. Uh, um, well, I don't know. I know Stealth makes big block heads for about a thousand bucks. I think Edelbrock's RPM heads are probably around fifteen hundred bucks a pair, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But um, you know they're better ports they're hardened seats you just slap them on they go you'll make more power out of the box i would go with aluminum heads if you're building a motor people go crazy over those x heads though man they really do yeah they do yeah (laughs) um i uh i just realized that i have had a couple um mid-70s uh, 400 blocks and well, one was a complete engine. And I remember talking to the guy, uh, who I bought it from. And at the time I really didn't know about the hardened seat thing. Um, and he was telling me hardened seats. So now that I think about it, yeah, of course my 78 <laughs> would have hardened seats, but I never quite understood, um, the whole leaded versus unleaded fuel thing. And cause I, I was like, so 
what happens to those engines if they don't have hardened seats? You know what I mean? They'll suck a valve. Is that it? Yeah, they get really hot and then the valve starts to get, you know, it just starts to get soft and it'll start to, if you were to look at a head upside down yeah, and you could sometimes see the sucked valves, like, you know how it kind of is concave in the middle? Some of them will be like further sucked in. And on the other side, on the top side, sometimes you can see the valve stem sticking up higher uh, because the valve is basically just getting so hot, it's losing huh. its temper and it's it's just getting soft. Um, what I usually will do is I'll turn the heads upside down and I'll put like thinner in all of the chambers. And you, if they if they drain down, you know they evaporate, so you, you know it's not like you yeah. can leave them there forever. But if you're if they're sitting there and they're you know, they're not sealing, they'll seep out and you'll, the, the thinner will get into the ports and stuff. And you'll know that, yeah, it's probably a sucked valve. Uh, especially if you see them kind of, you know, lower than the rest of the valves. But, um, and if they're doing that, you know, you're, you're not getting a full seal. So it's not good. Isn't that a way to check, uh, aftermarket aluminum heads too, for leaks is dump some alcohol in the, I I, th- I thought I saw a video on that. I was like, oh, that's clever. Um, it was gotcha. shining, a, shining a light in there and then uh, pouring alcohol in there to see if it would come out of the valve. Um, God, I wish I could remember the video. But uh, Kelly said Speedmaster heads and it was a video on Speedmaster heads. And the guy was checking because he said you can't always trust them. So you always like inspect the heads really well before you install them. Yeah. And, uh, I'm trying to remember. I know he found a couple things with it. Uh, with that. I wish I could remember, but it was really interesting. I, I never knew that technique. Um, so that was definitely interesting. Um, so Curtis, uh, what is it? he says he's sitting right next to his engine and he would go aluminum and trying to get it in a 68 this summer. So I'd like to run the J heads for now. Um, I do the leak test. If they don't leak down, I yeah. mean, if you're going to end up upgrading down the road, I would throw them on and I would run it. That's, I put them on. I wonder if, what's his, what you know? What are you going to do with it, Curtis? Are you going to be higher RPM a lot? Are you going to be, you know, open row with steep gears, or just cruise around for the summer? Because I think at a lower RPM, you should probably be all right. Yeah, you're going to put really a lot of heat in the cylinder. Really worried about it. throw some substitute in a tank. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, if they seal, if you do the seal test and they're sealing fine, yeah, you can put additive in the gas and just just run it. All right, Curtis, go ahead and give it a full send and then report back to us, okay? <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm trying to catch up on the chat here. Uh, lots of White Castle talk, of course. <laughs> That's funny. I knew that was going to happen. I was like, great, now we get to... <laughs> yeah, I see uh, another Johnny Mopar from Vegas. I, I forgot Mopar. all about that, yes. <laughs> the, <laughs> Johnny Mopar, the, Johnny Mopar number two. I've talked a lot of shit about you, but I really don't hate you. I was just like, what? Another Johnny? Let's... Oh, Johnny Mopar. I saw that and I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> I tried running back in my head. I, I, like, how much shit have I talked? Okay, not very much. <laughs> I just said there's only one Johnny Mopar, but clearly there's two. We're going to call him Johnny with the H. <laughs> Johnny with the H, yes. Johnny wait, with the H. Wait, wait. While we're at SEMA, They'll have two Johnny Mopars in Vegas. Is that like some kind of paradigm shift or something? Holy I don't know. It's yes. possible. Yeah. yeah. What if they looked exactly the same? If they look exactly the awesome. same. They, t- they just can't meet each other. It'll screw up the whole time continuum thing or whatever. Dude, there's been, there's been at least three. I, Hemi Bill, I think, confused me with him. Uh, I think Chris has. And um, <laughs> my buddy Ted Evans has confused me. He's He told me, he's like, man, I had a whole conversation with that guy. And he's like, he just talked, you know, they just talked back and forth. He didn't have nothing of it. Because he was asking me stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I asked mm-hmm. you this. And I'm like... <laughs> No, <laughs> I, he posted a picture of, I think it was a Cornet or a Super B. And I think it was like an eight. I want to say it was yeah. an eight twelve, but I wasn't sure. Eight twelve Super B. Yeah, and I was, was pissed. Bill. I was, I was pissed. I was like, Hey man, you didn't even tell me about this. What the, I thought we were oh, friends. Yeah. You can tell me well, this kind of shit. I won't tell people. And he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was you and Bill. Both of you yeah. Bill sent me something on it too. And I'm like, 
<laughs> what are you talking? I thought he was talking about my coronet or both of you guys. I think you're saying something about the hood, and I'm like, yeah, I have a six pack hood on my coronet, so it added to the confusion. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, would you pick that thing up for five hundred bucks too? What the? Yeah. Where are you finding these things? <laughs> I actually did pay five hundred bucks for that car, but <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man! See, you can just throw a low number out, and Johnny's like, "Oh yeah, I paid that for a '68 Charger." What? <laughs> no, that was a Cornet. That was a Cornet. Wasn't a Charger. <laughs> so, Johnny, I have a question for you. All right. Besides free, what is the lowest price you've ever paid for a Mopar? Um, Ten bucks. <laughs> Fantastic question. <laughs> it is. Oh well, for a Mopar, it would have been that Chrysler that's buried in my parents' yard. Uh, Twenty-five bucks. That was the cheapest Mopar I ever bought. That's yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was just on a whim. We had just moved out to uh, this area, Inland Empire, and I was riding a dirt bike with my neighbor friend, and he knew these people. We we went into his yard, and I was just like, "Oh man, that's a that's a cool car." He had a couple of cars sitting in the yard, and he's like, "Oh, he'd probably sell it." I'm like, really? And he goes, "Yeah, you want me to ask?" And I'm like. Oh, I don't know. I, I I don't have a job. I don't have any money. <laughs> you know, he asked him and, and the guy said, yeah, give me 25 bucks and you can have it. And I was just like, oh, shit. So ran home and <laughs> I told my dad I needed 25 bucks. <laughs> you know, and he's like, for what? I go, I bought a car. It's a Chrysler. And he's like, you know, kind of the typical uh, I got to go look at it. That kind of shit. He had a he had a '72 Plymouth Fury wagon, also, which kind of has like the the '70 Super B yeah front bumper. You know, it was pretty mm -hmm. cool. He was sold. My dad ended up buying that car also for twenty five bucks. So wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it had a four hundred in it, so it was pretty cool. The Chrysler had a three eighty three in it, so I think oh. it was a must have been a Newport <clears throat> being that it had a three eighty three. I, I think the New Yorkers all had 440s, but I, I can't swear to it. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, I'm, that's a. I think I got you beat, Johnny. You because do. Because if you talk to Washington State, I was gifted the van. Okay. Oh. No. Nice. If you talk, if you talk to Washington State, <laughs> I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. <laughs> it was a gift. What is free ninety nine. <laughs> the seller says free ninety nine too. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I've I've done a few of those deals too because California is they love to tax the shit out of us for everything. So yep. you know, pretty much everything we buy, it's like hundred. We wouldn't we wouldn't do anything illegal. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, no, I. You know, sometimes people in the Mopar community are real cool, and they give you things for free, and they gift them to you that right. way. You don't get burned on taxes for no reason right. at all. You know, <laughs> that's like I was telling I was telling some people. I don't know if I talked to you guys about this. So when I bought the Mister Norm truck, <laughs> I paid a lot of money for it, more than I could ever imagine paying for a seventy-eight D one hundred and fifty, even one fully restored. Now I'm perfectly okay with that, but in Washington State, if I were to say buy a sixty-eight Charger for any of the prices you've bought them for, Johnny. And I okay. went there and I said, hey, I bought the 68 Charger for 500 bucks. They would go, oh, really? Well, let's look at the blue book on it. And we're going to charge you. Wow. We're going to tax you. We're going to tax you on the blue book value instead mm -hmm. of what you paid for it. Now, I went in there and I said, look, I overpaid. Gosh, we'll just go ahead and say I overpaid by $10,000 for this truck. And I'm okay with that. But I'm assuming that, you know, if I had bought it for less, you'd probably tax me on the value. So let's go ahead and see what the value is on the book. And you can tax me on that. And she looked at me dead in the eye. She's like, it doesn't work like that. And I was like, of course it doesn't. <laughs> of course it doesn't. So I've actually, <laughs> I've actually had them do that to me. Cause it's like, what are you going to do? You know, I've walked into DMV and they're like, Oh, you paid a hundred dollars. You know, the whole, like really <laughs> paid a hundred dollars for this car. And I'm like, yeah, I go, it doesn't, there's no engine in it. There's no transmission in it. It's just sitting there on blocks, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know, then they yeah. do their thing. It's like, 
what are you going to do? You're going to drive out to my house and have a look yeah. at it? Yeah. Come on over. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a tip for anybody that is in that situation and you're like, I got to prove that it's a shit box. Just go to the Mopar Hunter Facebook page and look at any of the chargers that are $25,000 that I posted. Right. And you'll probably find one that fits the bill. Like, look at this thing. <laughs> There's so many. But um, one, uh, but I know, I don't know if Johnny or Blake, I don't know if you guys are in this group, but there's a hilarious group that I'm in and it's called, uh, uh, but it's uh, the pores are trying to buy Mopars again or something like yeah, that. I, I see the pores are trying to what? buy Mopars again. <laughs> it's, I see the pores are trying to buy Mopars again and it's oh, that nothing but, awesome. it's nothing but slamming oh, it's, it's, people. <laughs> it's nothing but slamming people awesome. that, that talk shit on these ads. <laughs> it, <laughs> It's, it's hilarious. It's a burn. Every yeah, ad. It is, and it's a burn fest. It's hilarious. And the the Mopar Hunter page is quite famous on there just because it's always people on my page that are talking shit. Oh, it's gotta, so funny. I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Check stuff. that out. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's good. I'll try to invite you guys. I'll try to remember. It's yeah, a good one. Funny, yeah. man. People like what? Twenty five grand for a rust free B body. They're out yeah, of their mind. We can get that for dollars. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this just well, just earlier this week, a guy said he could get fully customized or fully restored or both at the same time, apparently. Uh, <laughs> chargers for forty-eight thousand dollars. I could get a fully customized, fully restored charger for forty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant, but I told him <laughs> Good luck finding a fully restored or a fully customized charger for $48,000. I think the car in question was a 70. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, that's one of those things where it's like, hey, you go buy one for that much and I'll buy it for $20,000 more because I know you're full of shit. <laughs> that's- well, and matter of fact, it was that it was that blue 7,500 patina. Yeah. Uh, blue. Yeah. The really nice. Mm-hmm. All drivetrains all been gone through. All suspensions been gone through. The car is yep. super great, but it was patinaed, and they thought it was a pile of junk. Yeah. So <laughs> the price didn't warrant it. Yeah, they're out of their minds now. I, I do understand the stuff that is overpriced because we see it all the time. But yeah. oh, I certain, agree. There are certain cars that it's like, hey, look, I've said it a million times. They're not making any more, and they're the hottest ticket. You know, Cudas and Chargers are the hottest tickets. You know, uh, Roadrunners too, but they call, yeah. uh, in my opinion, they fall just a little bit below the Kudas and Chargers. But um, yeah, those things aren't getting any cheaper. And people keep talking about the prices getting driven up by people that buy them for more. Hey, if you're not happy with that, then make more money. That's all there is to it. I can sit here and bitch all day that Johnny gets all the good deals. <laughs> I also wasn't around in the early 90s to buy those cars for those good deals. So, I mean, yeah. what am I going to do? I'm going to have to figure out a way to make more money. <laughs> there you go. So, so. Two weekends ago, I was at the New Orleans uh, Mopar show, and they have guys kind of pull uh, pull cars in, you know, project cars, and kind of park them off to the side. Hopefully, someone will pay some attention. And there was an FC7 uh, GTX 70 GTX. So it's a 70 Plymouth B body, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to check that thing out. You know, uh, it's kind of like, you know, I want one. Uh, one day, I want one. And, um, I go look at it, and I mean, it's, it's got a lot of rust, quarters of bed, all this stuff. Uh, but when I check it out, it's like, I mean, it's true GTX, and he was asking, I think, 25 for it. And I'm like, you know what? Ah, they don't make them. They didn't make a whole lot of them. Yeah. yeah. He, I didn't think he was that far off, you know? Is that something I could afford right now? No. You know, but it, I didn't it, think it was that bad. No, it's really, it's great. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. It's all over the map. I mean, like a, a, I wouldn't say a completely restored charger for 48,000 is like, you know, an easy thing to find, but I mean, it's possible you could get one for that price. And it's, it's also possible like that GTX, you can find something like that. It's possible you could find one for four or five grand. And it's, it's, it's possible you can find the same car for $20,000, you know, and it, it doesn't mean that, that you're paying too much at 20,000 and it doesn't mean you're, you're getting a spoken deal at four. It just, it all just kind of depends, you know, right. it doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to find a car like that every day for four or five grand. I mean, we just, you see them posted all the time and there's yeah. very few that you find like that, but some guy that knows some guy that knows some guy might have one in a yard somewhere and he's 
he was willing to let it go for a few grand. I mean, my, my coffee had one I thought was a bitching car. Uh, it was a California car. Like the paint was kind of, you know, patinaed out and stuff, but very solid rust free car, more pretty much rust free. It had rust in the lower cor- uh, corners of the windows and stuff like that, but yeah, typical perfect. stuff, minor stuff. And it was unique cause it was blue. I think it was either B5 or B7 blue. And it was weird because it didn't have a lot of the flash that the GTXs had. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they have the GTX on the side and the quarter panel or whatever. Right. It didn't have that. Mm-hmm. It was like deleted. And, but you, you look at the VIN tag and it says it's a GTX. It's tagged as a GTX. And it, Mike was getting all kinds of shit because people were ripping on him because he wanted too much money for it. And uh, it's not a real GTX. That's a satellite or a sports <laughs> satellite stuff. And it's like the VIN's right there. You can look it up yourself. Yeah. It's an X, you know. I thought it was a super cool car. And I honestly, I, I can't remember how much he sold it for, but I want to say it was like less than seven grand. It might've been, might've been four or 5,000. Yeah. I mean, so, and that, that was only maybe two years ago or so. It wasn't wasn't that long ago. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good deal. That's a killer deal. Yeah. And it's, it's just weird. And, you know, if Mike gets like a charger, I mean, shit, it's like four times that amount, you know, (laughs) they're just, they're hot. Chargers are just hot. Everybody wants them. Uh, so just real quick, I saw Johnny Mopar, the other Johnny Mopar with the H. Oh, boy. Uh, he says, well, I got the A12 for eight, the A12 uh, Super B for 8,000 bucks. So it's definitely a Johnny Mopar deal. I would change the name. Sorry for any confusion. Johnny, you do <laughs> not have to change your name. We're just giving you a hard time. So <laughs> Actually, we're not giving you a hard time. You and the other Johnny Mopar are going to fight for it in Vegas. We're going to be there. <laughs> Yeah. We're taking bets right now. I'll be the I'll be the cash holder. <laughs> and then eight you got grand. Read, uh, yeah, I mean that's a that's a wow. killer. Deal. That's an A twelve car. That's a killer. That's deal. The there you go. Right? Perfect. Uh, and that how long ago was that? I don't even think that was a year ago. It, it might have been a year ago. So that wasn't even that long ago. Huh. Um, but uh, we should read uh, Kelly Prine's comments too about the uh the valve seat stuff here oh yeah here we go so everything after 72 so he schooled me there that's true oh by the way you play you paid less for that a12 than i did for the mr norm truck so that hurts my feelings (laughs) (laughs) that really hurts my feelings because i love a12s it's one of my dream cars so (laughs) hey maybe Uh, he'll trade you maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Derek says, "When is the Mister Norm truck getting a Gen Three Hemi?" Uh, talk to Blake about that. <laughs> uh, Kelly says, "Speedmaster heads twelve hundred bucks if you wanted to go aluminum." I've heard good and bad things about them, but I have no experience. So, um, I, I swear the video I was talking about where the guy said, "Hey, check out the heads." Every time you buy them, just do a double check, you know, check them out really well. Um, Cause I, if I remember right, he said something about some are really, really good and they're dead nuts on and some are, there's some iffy stuff. So um, keep that in mind. I've never yeah. bought a set of aluminum heads, so I don't know. John, I, John, go ahead. Johnny. My, my coffee told me that he's, he's heard that basically the head is fine. It's all the hardware that's junk, like the valves and the valve guides. Yeah springs and all that stuff so if you're just buying the bare head and putting your own parts into it you'll probably be okay but i don't know for for a few hundred bucks more getting some edelbrocks that you know Mm. you can be a little more confident it's going to be fine i'd probably lean that way but that's just me it crushes the valve seat okay unleaded fuel doesn't have enough tetraethyl lead content to cool the soft seats okay it's called a solvent test. Okay. <laughs> I have been compound the valves in. Have y'all heard of the 318 shootout ratty muscle cars? I keep hearing about that and it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. I got, uh, he was on, uh, he was on uncle Tony's garage just yesterday. I think it was, I just got on there and then I had to leave. So I had to walk away, but I think there's a interview between those two guys talking about nice. the 318 challenge or, or whatever. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, low budget, right? I mean, there's three teams all over the place for next to nothing. You can't give those things away. (laughs) Well, Austin, great. Austin. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Austin Griggs, the guy who uh, does the yeah. ratty muscle cars thing and really started getting that ball rolling on it. Um, I believe he also does the no shine shit list, which is an amazing event of nothing but shit boxes, cool shit boxes. I yeah. say that with love. Yeah. Shit boxes that are amazing that all go to the, um, I think it's Jake's, uh, Jake's drag strip or dragway, whatever uh, that track's called, um, and run down there. And it's all just ratty muscle cars. It's amazing. <laughs> Definitely my type of event. Yeah. If I lived out there, I'd be there all the time. We don't have any cool stuff like that in Cali. So, <laughs> well, the duct tape drags or zip tight drags is kind of the same thing, but that's in Arizona. Yeah, I, I like that it's a, it's not in Cali, so at least some people hopefully from the Midwest or East Coast can kind of make it out so they don't have to go all the way to the West Coast, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ed asked you uh, what year would the Newport was. Uh, I believe it was a 70. Oh, I think cool. it was a 70 or 71. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool car. I should have – I mean, look, I, dude, that was my very first car – I had no clue what I was doing. I basically just pulled the motor out and took it apart just to see how the inside worked, you know, just to see all these pieces and stuff. And, uh, I kind of looking back and all the shit boxes that I've had over the years and stuff, I'm sure if I put a battery in that car and gas in it, it probably would have fired up and ran, you know, but oh, well. Transferring the title for my 85 Ram Charter and the title price says $300. Good job, Tad. <laughs> Tad is in the house. The famous Tad, the most messages, he's the he's the uh, the record holder for most voicemails left on Talking Mopars. He's supposed to come on here. And uh, for some reason, my messaging system keeps freezing and my phone is dying. So those of you that wanted to come on and join the four of us, on screen i'm going to do something crazy now and i'm going to open the door for anybody who has a smartphone or a laptop with some sort of a camera and preferably earbuds or headphones so that we don't get feedback um if you want to come on right now in the comments i'm going to post a link click on that and you will be brought into my screen and i can put you on screen with us but i will warn you if your audio sucks you're getting booted <laughs> um, but I, I'm, it's an open door. This is talking Mopar. So if you want to come on, tell us a story or whatever, um, and, uh, talk Mopars, you're more than welcome to. So he's, yeah, check out that post that Tad put. Tad is Mopar, right? That's him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Tad. Uh, now, even though it had just been smogged, I still had to get it done again due to the transfer that ended up costing me $900 clogged EGR yeah. port in the intake. Screw California. Thank you Dude. very much, man. <laughs> I, just, I just sold, um, my 79 power wagon. This truck was so freaking clean, but a previous owner ripped all the smog shit off of it. So it won't pass smog. It, the only way I can, you know, get that truck on the street is to find another truck that has, cause you can't buy all those parts. You can't, you can't get new parts for it. You got to find another truck to rip all the parts off of it to put onto this truck in order to get it smog. It's just like, it's just not even worth it. I ended up selling it to my uh, Danish friends and it's uh, off to Denmark. Now it just left today, actually. David, what's up, buddy? We're getting a little feedback from you. So if you have if you have your headphones on, try to turn down volume on the screen. Let me just check to make sure it's you. Yeah, we're getting echo from you. Uh, famous, famous Tad is in the house. Johnny, Good Lord. I'm trying. We have I'm a full trying, house man. now. <laughs> Okay, let's see. I think the audio is okay now. Uh, David, do a test. Was, Give me a test. Do we got you? Can you hear us? We cannot hear you. It's a We've little choppy once in a while on my side. Is it? We got. I can hear you, it's, Tad. It's better now. Give me, yeah. a test. Give me a test. Test. Do we got you? Can you hear us? Yeah, we're still getting. I, I, we're still getting feedback. Turn down the computer volume. I'll come back to you in a second. Tad, what's up, buddy? Nada. Just, uh, dude, I went out to get in the hot tub for a second, and then I opened my mm. phone, and I'm like, damn it, I'm missing it. <laughs> <laughs> How's the Super B coming along, dude? How's the Super B coming that's along? That's awesome. I'm trying to, God, this is like I'm trying to figure out how to turn this thing around. I'm trying to, like, 
uh, it's behind me right here. Nice. <laughs> it's good, man. I just I get a bunch done. I'm just getting the dash and all the wiring back together and trying to figure out all the cut wires and and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's getting closer, man. It's getting closer. Nice. How long have you been doing that yeah. project? Holy, I, I think I uh, I bought it about six years ago. It was I, I dude. I got it on an eBay auction off the East Coast and bought it like sight unseen. Um, I think I paid eighty one hundred for it. I mean, a complete car, everything there. But dude, it was it was rusted bad. Yeah. So I replaced, wow. dude, everything from the back end is completely replaced. There wasn't any exhaust on it. The exhaust was like rusted out of it. <laughs> wow. So is that is that your first restoration, or have you done cars before? That's the first one. Like that's literally when I bought a welder and and did body work and metal work. I had a '64 Toyota Land Cruiser like before that that I did a little bit of stuff on. I didn't paint it. I took it somewhere else to have, you know, metal work and stuff done. This is the first one where I'm like, I'm just gonna do it because I got kind of, I got kind of screwed on the Land Cruiser. This guy ripped me off, so I ended up having to bring it home. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna oh. trust these random people anymore. So. So yeah, I didn't, I had the engine, um, the engine, I took over all the, all the parts over to a place called arrow engines over here in Temecula. And, uh, he, he, he hot tanked it all and, and built up the bottom end of it. And then I had the transmission done at dyno trans right here in town. So, but other than that, I did everything on it. Awesome. How much time do you think before you're done with that thing? Um, <laughs> you, you, you know, if I could just like, take like a two week dude, like I, I think i think it's probably two days from from starting it like i just got the exhaust on it just got my radiator got everything in getting the wiring hooked up but it's like my first time doing it so like i'm really careful and really trying to make sure i don't screw something up sure um but if but, you know, I've got a lot of volkswagens if it was a volkswagen it'd be already started I mean, <laughs> yeah <it'd> be... <laughs> so but um but but yeah i mean other than that everything is mechanical is back in it together it's got the steering box and everything new back in it so it's sunday i'm gonna hit it pretty hard i have the whole day to work on it without interruption so i'm gonna try to hit it hard I think I have the hoods, the only thing left I have to paint. Um, wow. But yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> Very cool, man. Do you just yeah. paint it in your garage? Yeah, I'm trying to, I wish I could. I, I don't know if you can see, I'm looking at like a stamp size screen, but like, <laughs> I, yeah, you, I have, we have like a two card, okay. like double deep garage. So the back yeah. half of the garage, I have the super deep back there, and then I just put up plastic and I have my vents and stuff. I so it's it's kind of all opened up right now. But yeah, I just stuck it in there. I got paint locally here and just I had the sixty five dart before that but I just stuffed up and that was the first car I ever painted. So okay. I uh I did I practiced on that and then went two stage on this and just small parts I started with and kind of saw where I was needed to go a little faster to change things up and then yeah and then moved on to the whole car and yeah, it's kind of, I'm at the point now where there's, if there's like a little mistake, I'm just like, I don't even care. This is my car. I'm going to drive it as we get on the road. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's, that's gotta be exciting, dude. Um, yeah. Are you doing? Are you oh, no, no, I'm not painting. Chad's <laughs> oh. <laughs> getting All yelled right. at. <laughs> <laughs> Tad, that's hilarious. Only this would happen to Tad. You Only, know what I'm saying? Dude. Only. <laughs> no, no. Get off the phone right to... now. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. No, uh, it's funny. It's like this neighbor that I actually never talked to. And, and I just remember seeing him. And they, she walked by like a month ago. And she's like, oh, my dad used to race Mopars and build them back in the day. I totally love that car. And literally I haven't seen her since then and she walks by and i think maybe she's had a few to drink and she's like what are you doing in there Jeez. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> oh my god i was waiting for her to be like i'm in here naked waiting for you where are you i was gonna be like hey tad maybe go attend to her and not yeah. us okay yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that, that's hilarious dude awesome <laughs> Folks, I'm still cracking up about that whole Tad neighbor situation. That was so funny to me, and it was, it was just perfect timing. But I, I am disappointed 
that I'm not going to be able to share all four hours of the live stream from Facebook on the podcast. But here's what we can do. We can throw up another hour next week. But if you want to catch the whole four hours and 18 minutes, you can always rewatch the stream on Facebook. All you have to do is look for the Talking Mopars Direct Connections Live number three video, and you can pick up where this podcast leaves off. I just want to make sure that you guys get a chance to be able to enjoy the full episode. So you can do that. But there you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars Direct Connections Live is in the books. For more information about this podcast, please visit TalkingMopars.com. There you can find all the episodes and all the places to listen, as well as the Talking Mopars merch shop, where you can buy products to help support me and this show. Also, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, suggestions, Mopar stories, or anything else on your Mopar Addicted Mind, you can send them to me, chris at talkingmopars.com, or leave a voice message on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR to hear your message on the show. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars Direct Connections Live. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.